There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. I want to talk to Sinead Kilcally. Sinead, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? How are you? Good. Your daughter is a remarkable young woman. Thank you so much. We're very proud of her. Now, just to recap for listeners, she she's 15. And That's right. she was diagnosed with a brain tumour when she was 8. Now, that must be absolutely terrifying for any family. Yeah. Thankfully, she made a good recovery, but it left her completely blind, correct? That's correct. Yeah. We still go from scan to scan, so life is... Different, right. but we thank you know we're thankful for every day. You learn to live every day as best you can. Yeah, that's really tough on a family, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it certainly you, you is. Other, you have other kids as well, and and all that. It's really yeah, tough my son a, a, Owen is autistic, and I have a twenty-year-old, twenty-one-year-old now actually, Kira. Yeah. So yeah, we're okay. we're um, a busy house. I'd say so. I'd say so. So. Now, and I'll talk to uh, Neve in a minute, but sh- she's just done the junior cert. That's and right. Being, I mean, I can't imagine what it must be like to try to do an exam when you're blind. But uh, sh- she got some additional time, I think, in each paper. That's right. We did get additional accommodations, for example... Um, a special uh, exam centre um, and a scribe, you know, all absolutely necessary because Neve hasn't had enough Braille um, tuition because of COVID primarily mm. and also training on, the, you know, assistive technology. So she really did need a scribe because that's the only way that she can, you know, yeah. get the exam papers read to her. Yeah, so we were very appreciative of that. The issue that we came across really was the principle of giving 10 minutes as a, you know, as a standard for um, children with disabilities, 10 minutes per hour, that they was. They give 10 minutes, like if an exam is two hours long, they give 20 minutes. Got, and you've got 220 two and three hours, it would be three and a half. But it's kind of a, a random figure. Now, I'll get to that in a minute, but you actually initially yes. didn't even know she was going to be entitled to that until you bumped into a man called Kieran Delaney. We were aware of the 10 minutes because um, when you did her mock exams, you know, we obviously um, got more information about what she'd be entitled to for state exams at that point. What we weren't aware of were very important um, items like breaks, because Neve, as you can imagine, concentrating, listening to somebody for a long time is, is can give you headaches. Neve gets headaches. Her tumour is midline, so it can increase fatigue. So those breaks were vital, really. So Neve could go and, you know, get a bit of fresh air and, and try and clear her head, basically. Sure. We didn't know. Now, I did know because there was a letter you sent to me back in, I think, March at some point. I, I could be corrected. 
outlining the additional accommodations that Neve had, and there was a reference to rest breaks. But to be honest, PJ, I didn't really know what that meant. I thought it was just going to, you know, to, to, to the loo, that type of thing. But that 20 minutes was vital. Also, there was in other information that Kiran helped us in, find out was that Neve could maintain the same break between exams if she had two exams in the same day. And that's important as well. Hmm. A lot of this information wasn't obvious. You weren't told about it. No, exactly. You know, there may be, the, like, for example, the rest breaks, there was a reference to it, but there was also a reference to a booklet that we didn't have. What I found with the information that we've received and the information I looked up on the website was that it's very difficult to negotiate. You know, life is busy, as you can yeah. imagine, and I just don't have the time to sit down looking through PDF documents. Yeah. I really don't. No, I, I looked at some of them this morning, uh, Sinead, and yeah. I, I'm not a barrister, and, and you'd no. <laughs> almost need to be to decipher exactly. what's in it. And, you know, there's such emphasis on maintaining the integrity of the exam. And really, I don't believe there's enough information or emphasis on equality for the students. Yeah. And just now that, and again, I'll, I'll talk to her in just a sec, but Neve done the junior now. You're concerned yes. that over the next two years or three years, as she prepares for leaving cert, you want to change. Exactly. Exactly, I do. You know, there are a few areas where I really felt very strongly about. The first one is, I believe that there seems to be a one-size-fits-all approach. And also, that 10 minutes, I have asked, where did that come from? Because that is a time frame that's given to students, and they're entitled to know why they're being given 10 minutes. I've looked at some other jurisdictions, and they give you know, a percent time increase. To me, that's a a very logical approach and they actually give more than 10 minutes from what I could see. So there are two things. Each child is entitled, regardless of their disability, to be given the same opportunities as everybody else. And that means looking at their needs specifically and not giving some blanket time frame. And I think you believe, do you, that everyone's extras, every what everybody is allowed, should be, if you like, to use a word, bespoke to their needs based within a set of rules, correct? Exactly. And if you look at the UNCRPD, Article 24, that this government have ratified, there's a specific section on education. This is the United Nations Council for Rights, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And there's a specific section there that details how individual needs for children should be specified to each child. Now, I don't see that, and I haven't okay. experienced that. Okay, pass me across there to, to Neve for a couple of minutes, and we'll catch up, the two of us. I will, of course. Thank you very okay. much. Nice talking to you, Peter. More than welcome. More than welcome. Hello, Neve. Hello. How are Hi. you, girl? Good, thank you. Good. Tell me, first of all, a bit about when you were sick, when you were small. Um, you were you were eight or nine. What do you remember about it? Um, I remember my diagnosis. Um, I was sitting in a room with the doctors. It was very unexpected. I didn't even know what a brain tumour was. So when mm. somebody said I had something inside my head, I was very frightened. 
Um, yeah. They did say it was a possible that I had cancer. Um, that was, you know, very terrifying because I associated that with, unfortunately, possibly dying. Um, yeah. I did ask them, is it possible that I might die? And they said they didn't know. And you're only eight and you're asking all these questions yourself. You're very brave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that's down to the fact that you want to be a journalist when you grow up, but I'll, I'll come back to that one. <laughs> so, so you had all the treatment and you had all the, the, the scans and you had all the chemo. Um, was losing your sight a shock or did they tell you that was going to happen? Um, so what happened was that summer I experienced um, headaches, extreme headaches, and then I kind of, my vision deteriorated slightly and I used to get like blurry vision. Yeah. Um, so we went to the doctors about that and I had an MRI. They rushed me up to Beaumont Hospital where I had a shunt in place because they'd realised that the fluid in my head and my brain tumour was after growing. And oh. it was applying pressure on my optic nerve. Okay. What? I, I shunt is like it then, was a tube, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, so it's a tube from my head down to my stomach to release some of the fluid that was building up because the tumour was blocking the hole that does right. um, release the fluid. And is that still there, Neve? Um, yeah, it in, is. Yeah, Wait, yeah okay. I have it in all the time. Two, two actually okay. in. Two of them, crikey, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, and, and, and going blind then, that must have been awfully frightening, was it? Was it sudden um, or did it, it happen over a couple of days or a couple of weeks or what? Um, so, I woke up after the surgery and my vision decreased significantly. Um, it didn't all go away at once. I kind of just deteriorated over the few months. Mm. Mm. And you can see um, nothing now? No, nothing. Nothing. That's a scary world to live in, a dark world. Um, like, I suppose it was at the time, but I, I've gotten used to it, and there are more opportunities. Like, I can be independent with a cane or a guide dog, and, um, hmm. and I you do thank the guide dogs, have... and they have helped me very much. Well, you have a doggy, have you? No, I don't yet. I have to be 16. <laughs> Oh, I see. Okay, okay, but you got your cane, and you're good with that. So, so it came to the junior search, uh, Shade or Neve, and you got a scribe. Now, tell me what a scribe does for you. Um, a scribe would read out my test to me, and then I would instruct them what to write down. So they would write down the answer for me, but I would tell them what to write. I see, I see. And, like, I think one of your favourite subjects is maths. How does that work in maths? Because you um, can't see so to, to, to <laughs> It was hard, especially when I went into secondary school because it was, I suppose it was harder maths and we had to adjust. But yeah. the way I would do it is I do have resource classes with my maths teacher and she would explain things to me like diagrams as well. Right. Um, right. And then I just go through the process. If I'm working out a sum, I would just talk it through and then yeah. my scribe will write down what I'm saying. And I'd say that's, is that kind of tiring that you're kind of trying to focus on the exam, on the question, on your thoughts, what you want to give as an answer, all that's going on in your head at the one time. 
That, yeah, that, and I have to do gross. all my maths in my head and I have to instruct the person what to put in the calculator. Now, I would have thought, Neve, that 10 minutes isn't a whole pile of time. It's ten not. Per hour. Even, it's definitely not. And even reading through the whole exam and deciding what questions I'm going to do, writing down my exam number, my name, that 10 minutes is gone. Yeah. And the scribe then, does the scribe read the whole paper to you or just the question as you're going along? Because you've, you've choices to make too, don't you? You've decided whether you're going to do A or B. Um, yeah, so they will read through the whole thing and then they would say, which one do you want to do? And they give me the marking scheme or the time. Um, and then I would choose which question. They would go to that page and read out to me what's on it. I see. I see. And you got through all your subjects. Um, yeah, I did. did it, Very oh, happy to oh, have it done. Brilliant. Absolutely. How did it go for you? Um, it you went happy? well. Yeah, I am yeah. happy. Good, good. And you know what? You've gone, you've gone, and you've done it. And with all that you've been through, it's fantastic. You've a great, and I'll bring your mom in again in a minute. You, you, you've a great attitude to life. So I'm chatting with um, Sinead Kilcally and with her mom, Neve. Sinead is uh, 15 and has just done her junior cert. And Sinead has been blind since she was eight because she had or has still indeed uh, a brain tumor. Neve, you want to be a journalist when you grow up do you yes I do um, I just kind of like I always liked kind of that thing and I haven't decided which part of journalism I would go through but I think when I'm going into fourth year I'll explore more into that good do you think that you know journalism is about telling people's stories do, do you think that that's what you want to do now that you're out here telling your own story and doing it brilliantly by the way I think it's important to give people a voice and like today I'm given the opportunity for people to hear my story and I just think that's important and giving people the opportunity to speak up on what kind of things have happened to them. Brilliant. And when you get to the Leaving Cert in a couple of years' time, what rules would you like to have had changed for you to be able to sit those exams? Well... Personally, I would definitely like the 10 minutes to be expanded. Um, yeah. I would like it to be half an hour. And then some people might think that that's a lot of time. But if that's a two hour exam, that would only be an extra hour. And yeah. believe it or not, then like I would need that time. That time will be used up. Well, you explained how it all gets eaten up in simple things like communicating with your scribe, let alone answering the questions. Stick me back on there to mum for a minute and we'll just wrap up to yeah. chat. I really love talking to you, Neve, and good luck with everything, you. especially your career. I'll be watching my job in a few years. <laughs> Sinead, you guys were on with my friend Damien in Waterford in, in the last couple of days, uh, and this yes. story is really gaining traction for you now because like, this is important. This is a policy change. You've had to deal with a specific policy now, but the next time your wonderful, wonderful daughter goes to sit down and do an exam, she doesn't need to deal with that policy, or at least there's been a new one. That's what you want. Exactly. It shouldn't be a struggle. All Neve wants is equality, and all we want is a fair chance. You know, we don't want an advantage. We, you know, we want to maintain the integrity of the exam, of course. We just want equality. 
and you made the point that this 10 minutes seems kind of random and 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 you'd like to know where it came from and and that it should actually be kind of bespoke for someone like Neve because Neve's difference is not the same as somebody else's difference exactly. and 10 minutes doesn't it you know it's not a one size fits all thing well, and that's exactly, you know, the point I made way back in February and March when I tried to establish where it came from. Um, and without any answer, the only conclusion I can draw is that there isn't one. <laughs> yeah. So where did it yeah. come from, you know? It seems to be also, one of these just, things. Also, just to point out... Drive on. J- just, um, sorry to interrupt you. You know, for Neve's practical exam in home economics where she demonstrated her cooking skills and cooked a two-course meal with the help of um, you know with the help of yeah absolutely I didn't know that Um, yeah she she was refused extra time you see that's not good that can't that can't happen again well Sinead let me tell you something Um, we mentioned um, Kieran Delaney who I know you met at a disability network who has been such a wonderful advocate on our behalf we can't thank him enough and Waterford Disability Network I have to say and he is one of my oldest and dearest friends and I'll say this much for well, you if he's in your corner you've got yes. a good man there good luck I to think, you both I think without him we wouldn't be here so thank you and can I just have a quick thank you to the Irish Guide Dogs and Victoria Elliott in specific because she helped me with her cane training and sure. came to us in the very early days and gave us hope for the future and we can't thank her enough all right. Good luck to you both. And, and you know what? We might even catch up again because I don't think this is one that, that you're going to let rest because we have a couple of years before she has to sit another exam. But here's hoping that things are different in the future. Can, Sinead Kilcolly and Neve, thank you both. Thank you very much for giving oh, us the won't. opportunity to tell our story. Take care. Take care. More than welcome. Corks 96 FM. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.